Interesting topic today. We're going to talk about the worst filmmaker of all time, Michael Bay. <laughs> uh, yeah, if you had to be like, well, wait, what does society think of the worst filmmaker? Society thinks it's Michael Bay. I don't know. Who else would it be? I don't know, man. People, people really don't like Michael Bay. Um, let me think. Uh, I, I don't know. A lot of people are pretty – like – he's not popular enough to be considered in this category, but Yui Bull is widely considered the worst director of all time. Oh yeah. You know, that, that's got a lot of evidence. That's got evidence though. Yeah. Because he makes um, bad films. I mean, no, the main main (laughs) evidence is that um, if you take, I I don't know, let's, I'm going to look up in the background here. How much money has Yui Bull netted from, or how, how much money have his movies made? Um, the evidence for the counter argument of Michael Bay being the worst director ever is that he, uh, he, his work makes a lot of money. So much so that he is consistently in the top tiers of most money brought in every year for uh, like 20 years running. He's been up there. Really? Oh, Google this. Yeah. Google, Google all this. We're going to, we're going to find out live. Google Michael <laughs> Bay's, uh, money ranking his, money his ranking. income ranking um so we oh oh cool so box house mojo uh, mm-hmm. apparently is a site that has numbers perfect about these types of things so oh he has a vector and a producer tab so if we ignore all the producing i guess um because we're talking about he's the worst director ever mm-hmm. um adjusted gross Oh man, yeah, the island was pretty pretty bad. I liked it. I don't even remember it, but unpopular opinion. I thought it was unpopular. (laughs) Well, whether or not it's a good or bad movie, I'm just looking at whether it was good or bad based on people that paid to see it. What do the numbers say? Um, but so I'm gonna figure this out in the background. But basically, um, yeah, Yui Bull. I don't even know how to spell that. Does anyone even know who that is? I think it's O W E. O W E. No, what, I could be what did he? Wrong. What did he? No, it is U W E B O L L. Oh yeah. What did he direct? He directed a bunch of movies oh, based Postal. on video games. I think that makes him. There was a game called Postal, which I don't know if you ever played. It was a PC game, I think, primarily. But like, Where you could just, go around you shoot everyone. <laughs> yeah, and, like you could light people on fire, and then you like pee to like. Put them out to like put them out and things. Hmm. I uh, I shouldn't really talk. You know, I didn't play it. So. <laughs> I have nothing to do with this. <laughs> um, okay. But he made a bunch of movies off games um, and some other stuff. Uh, he made Far Cry in like 2008, and then he did like the Blood Rain series of movies, which had way too many. There was like seven. I think Blood there was three. Rain. Oh yeah, and Rain was spelled like wrong. Yeah, R A Y N E. Don't so, don't look it up. It's not players. Okay, I found the numbers. Okay, so he made he made a movie that grossed five million dollars. Wait, no, he made a movie that grossed ten million dollars called House of the Dead. Yeah, but did he direct House of the Dead? Ooh, I don't know. I don't. Uh, well, it's under director, so. Yes, he did. Okay. Okay. Well, he there did. you go. Blood Rain made three point three million. Yeah, House of the Dead actually. Okay, just for inflation, it made. 15 million today's dollars. So 
Yeah, I've got um, 13.8 million uh, box office. Okay, well, I guess if you ignore, like, I don't know how much the movie costs, I'm so, I don't know how much it technically actually made. No, yeah, we, yeah, I don't. That makes it worse than anything. But, well, if it, off, okay, his total for all the things he's done, according to Box Office Mojo, is four, 41.2 million. Michael Bay is uh, 6 million. Wait, okay, that's the wrong. Yeah, that's wrong. These numbers are wrong. All right. Well, obviously, we should have probably figured out this out earlier. But average, he makes an average of a quarter of a billion dollars, according to this. Uh, an average. Per movie. So, anyway, point is, is that <laughs> if Michael Bay is the worst director ever, um, he's obviously making stuff that's very valuable because I think most people on the planet would say that a quarter of a billion dollars is valuable. Yeah, if you're going to measure something by money and people paying to see a thing or experience a thing that you make, uh, Michael Bay is the greatest director of all time. <laughs> far <laughs> one of the greatest directors of all time. Um, and why do we make this point, Dan? Why do we? Uh, uh, well, I don't why know. Why do we always say this? <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, first off, yeah, I don't know. I think there's this thing. I don't. I. Uh, you know, we're, we're, we're biased, yes, but I think the other side of our like, if spectrum of filmmakers that, um, I don't know what you would call it, I guess mainstream or something. I think we're, we're, we lean mainstream. Um, and then there's the, like, the indie films, which I don't really know what that really means because does that mean there's a low budget? Does that mean, um, you know, just an hour of a shot of a guy staring into his reflection in a puddle or something? Like, what... Yeah. what what is indie? But if we're just really generalizing, um, I think there's a lot of people that um, they, I, I think a lot of people, just have, they, their identity is kind of tied to, I don't know, just like indie, like filmmaker lifestyle and anything that makes money is bad and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I think that's a bad way to look at it. Like um, if you make something that's good and it came from, from you and from your heart and something you just wanted to make and it happens to make money, it happens to become popular. I mean, that happens in rare cases. There's nothing to discredit that you made some, it's like, it's a hard way to put it, but I feel like it has to fit into this, like this independent film uh, sort of definition that people have, which is more than just how much it made, how much you spent on it, who was in it, who was involved, what studios. It's like, there's a, there's almost a um, like a culture around that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And yes. if something does really well that was an indie film, and then it breaks out, like um, what was that? What was that uh, movie about the couple that had the haunting in their house? Um, oh oh yeah, dude. That like. Why can't I think of that um, movie name? Because everyone that knows what we're talking about. But it's yeah. a perfect example. It's such a good of, example because they spent like. Like, 20,000, I think. Le- probably even less than that. Yeah, something insane. And then it made, I don't know, a billion dollars, literally, worldwide. And they made, like, they made, like, a couple movies after that were, you know, like, what we would consider normal uh, theater-level budgets. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the, I can't, so we, how can we both not think of the name of that movie? Paranormal Activity. <laughs> Thank you. Paranormal yes. Activity. So once it leaves that, no one... I mean, people still go look at this indie movie. Like, it, it made it to the theaters. But after a while, you know, it's, like, not considered. People don't go, this is my favorite indie film. 
no one's no one says my favorite indie film is is paranormal activity because it's left the realm of like what oh yeah i don't even consider that and yeah good that's a good point i would like when you say it out loud like that i'm like that's not an indie film oh wait i guess it is it what is. is it yeah. what is well, it i don't film? know what is it what is have... yeah what is that i don't know but um yeah it's good because if, if it gets picked up by a studio and it gets run in the theaters have you lost independence have you well, no and, longer... and actually like look at um um uh what's his name um what's uh you know what's the movie uh with with the you know every every time a, a bell rings angel gets his wing what is that movie um you know it's a it's a classic with Jimmy Stewart. Um, yeah. Uh, they play it at Christmas and it's, it's a masterpiece. Mm-hmm. Why, why do we have such a hard time? Like, <laughs> I have no, like, hey, we're, we know about, let, let me tell you about <laughs> filmmaking. I can't, remember, filmmaking. Any I can't remember any names. <laughs> Actually. Well, this is another good point to That's come back to point. Probably yeah. another time. But I remember in film school, uh, the, everyone, <clears throat> Uh, judging me so hard because I I've never seen like any movie and oh, I didn't know Thirty on... Fourth Street. No, that not that movie, not at all. No, that's about Santa. That's about Santa, and that's, it doesn't that's have bad right there. It's right? not even Jimmy Stewart. <laughs> so no, but in film school, I, I I just remember being like persecuted for not knowing like film details, like every director or like any. I've never seen like any of the you know movies or or whatever. Um, but then I thought it was funny because, uh, all, all those, you know, all the people that, that were hating at school weren't pay- listening to any of the teachers, they weren't doing any of the work and the films were shit. So <laughs> it's just yeah. like, sorry, I'm too busy making and actually doing things and, and not watching every movie on the planet. There's nothing wrong with knowing film history and all that stuff, but like at a certain point, is that, is that helping create anything? And you know? here's the difference though, Dan, I think when we were in film school you knew more about the structure of film and would 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 follow the the basic ideas of making a story when at that point those people that were like the film buffs yeah. enough yeah. thought they knew enough already to break the rules and and thought they were doing it in a way that was like new and interesting but i don't know how to explain this there's breaking the rules doesn't make anything special well, and just, yeah, and the problem even with that saying, too, it's made up by those people. So, like, there, yeah, like, there's no rules, but, like, um, I think we were talking about this before, where it's, like, there, there's just models for things. Like, if you're going to build a rocket, like, I'm pretty sure uh, over the last however many years of rockets existing, people have spent and dedicated, like, thousands and millions of people have spent dedicated their lives, um, and, like, your grandpa was a fucking rocket scientist, yeah. They, they spent a lot of time like how do i build a rocket There's probably and you have already... two options at that point if you want to build a rocket you can stand on the shoulders of some giants and and go for and go for uh do it a lot faster because people have already proven different models of right you know the rocket probably doesn't like that one guy who thought the earth was flat or still thinks it's flat and he's you know he built this homemade rocket it's like steam powered or something and you know it flew like 500 feet and he almost he didn't die which is amazing um, <laughs> it was like a rocket. It's actually impressive. He did it. It was actually impressive because considering like he built it in his backyard and he's like suicidal. But the <laughs> they're like, do you want to do the suicidal route or do you want to just like do what people have spent a long time doing and then 
but then yeah, you can you could try try some of that, and if you don't like it, tweak some stuff. But at least not ignoring what people have already done because it'll save you time. And why would you ignore that? Like what? Yeah, so, use the use the structure of use the blueprints. You're not gonna build a house. Yeah, and you're just gonna like wing wing it. So basically, that's yeah, that's what people were doing at school, and like they paid you know, $50,000 or whatever to, to, to go tell to, the teachers to, go to film school and then tell the teachers they don't know anything. Like, well, why are you even here? <laughs> what yeah. is going on? And I will tell you right now that those people that knew better than everyone, we watched their movies in the theater all the and, time. Yeah, there was and black and white people smoking cigarettes I for 20 minutes. I didn't enjoy a single one. Well, of course, because no, and no one did because, and it's not, it's not like personal or against them or anything, but like no, generally people... I don't know, maybe not in some places in Europe or something, but generally people play. <laughs> well, it's true. Like the, the different societies, different things. Like you know, totally. the, the Nazis used to love the like glorified savior uh, approach. And then after Nazis there, they want the exact opposite. Um, the but, opposite yeah. but in general, people, uh, they just want a hero who takes action, who runs their conflict. And because that's just, <laughs> that's just how it, it works. And if you make a movie about a guy who doesn't want anything, no one's going to wonder if he's going to get the thing he doesn't want. So they already know what's going to happen, which is nothing. And then they're bored. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> so. Um, yeah. You're not, you're not a revolutionary like filmmaker making some incredible statement. You're, you're, you, if you wanted to do that, you can use the tools that are laid out for you and the, the structure that's already there to, to get something like that across. It's not crazy to, to go that route. It's like how everyone does it. That's why the best films are still stories. If you get to the point where you're thinking you're breaking so many rules, making something here's a, here's a good way to put this. Okay. I've, you've seen movies where it looks the best by far. Maybe it's the best CG, the best like cinematography you've ever seen. It looks incredible and you're super bored, right? We've all seen movies like that, Dan. Yeah. Um, it, yeah, it looks sure. incredible and you're super bored. And I've also watched a movie that was basically shot on a cell phone. A good, a good example of that is like 28 Days Later, where yeah, they, literally they, shot, they shot that on like a way worse than our current cell phones, for sure. It was not like standard <laughs> definition, practically. It was and that movie yeah. is incredible. Um, th that is the, the clearest way to explain for me the difference between something working inside you that makes you want to continue watching this thing and have pull some enjoyment out of it, whether it be like, you know, some emotional masturbation that you know you're going to cry because you watch this movie and you put it on anyway. Or, <laughs> or you know, it's just enjoyable and fun because it's dance favorite movie, which is a guy getting revenge and going <laughs> on a rampage. Dude, I can watch um, it over and over. Everything, yeah. just put Liam Neeson in it, and that's sad, but it's true. So, <laughs> so there, there's that, and then there's the other side, which is, uh, you, you, I don't know what you're doing. I don't know what you're doing. You're trying to, to like break rules for the sake of breaking rules. You're some rebellious filmmaker, but in your, in your like chance in your attempt to be like something new and rock star ish, you just make boring garbage. Yeah. So basically to bring it back to Michael Bay <laughs> is that wh whatever he's doing, it's, it's, it's creating enough feelings inside of enough people that where they're like, this is valuable enough for, I will give it money. And, um, and, uh, and yeah, so, I, I think, uh, I don't know, you take like The Rock or Armageddon or something, and um, it's just got, it's got, it's got all the things that the, 
that the um, that the film school movies of they were black and white where characters didn't want anything and would just smoke for twenty minutes artistically. Uh, people don't want to watch that, according to Michael Bay. So um, because there's no value in a, anyone, it's easy for anyone to go smoke in black and white outside alone. <laughs> what's yeah. hard? What's hard is. Uh, going and pr- pursuing something that you that you want, and and really, and if it's easy, it's um, it's not. If I want to go do something that's easy, it's probably not very important, um, and I'm not going to grow very much, and nothing's going to change. And is that important for my life? No. <laughs> but if I go do something that's extremely difficult. And I have to rise to the occasion to pull it off. And I, and I grew into the person to do the thing. Um, I've, I've, I'm now I'm living and that's what people, uh, I think that's what people need to have in their movies because then they, they'll pay for that. And that's a valuable experience. Yeah. Yeah, totally. I mean, nobody wants to hear your story about going to the grocery store today where you got everything that you needed (laughs) except for one can. (laughs) <laughs> but like, but I will hear a story about when you pulled over just now in, on your way home to help a dude out who had a blown out tire, and then turns out he tried to kill you. <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> <laughs> I mean, now, now I'm, I'm already like, well, then what happened? Did he kill well, him? Did he happened? not kill yeah, him? What? Like, did he get away? <laughs> now why, I'm forced to he, keep watching. Why do you want to kill you? Even that's was weird. It, structure. <laughs> was it did he even have a flat tire then um so i mean it's it's a stu- it's kind of a bad example of that idea but i mean it's better than the, it's better than the film the store yeah no it's better than like half of the thesis films at film school was what something you just made up outside your head so you know think about that <laughs> so suck on that one <laughs> actually, actually real quick before uh, this is over uh one final point about that i think like right at the beginning of, of film school uh Ch- chaz uh well we had to make uh the, i don't know the assignment was like make a make a movie about somebody who loses something and then they get it back that was like the only instruction um i like didn't do it for some reason i like didn't turn in the project i didn't even do it i don't know i, think I was doing another project another class but um i just remember chaz and kel they went and and made what what was it like Kel slipping on a banana peel so like yeah he lost his balance and then like he's slipping on this banana and the camera's like spinning with him and he's like the whole the background's like spinning and Kel's like flailing around going oh jeez and like and then he like catches his balance he's like ah and then like that's that was like their movie and it was just stupid but it (laughs) I watched it in the the theater where they were playing all these you know stupid movies um and there was one it was like minutes long where like i don't i don't even know what happened but it was like they <laughs> just did try to do all this fancy stuff and you guys just, just stuck to the instructions and but still <laughs> something that was like hilarious and i'm watching it and it, it got it got the only audience reaction first off uh, but also it was just like everyone was crying laughing at it and people were talking about it later and I was like, see, that's filmmaking right there, son. That was my one minute movie in comparison to people's 20 minute. 20 there was minute. no time limit on it either. It's just no. like, and like you it, guys just made something work. that was like valuable. Everyone else was like crying of boredom like in the theater, like watching like nothing movies. <laughs> and uh, I don't remember why, why I talk about this. This was like relevant somehow, but 
Anyway. Well, I mean, it, it, I'm not sure if it's it, – it was just that you, you had to show someone losing something and regaining it. I chose balance. And... <laughs> <laughs> it's simple and beautiful. It's like the iPhone of. <laughs> I of student films. Really horrible student films. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, I think that's enough about that. Did we, uh, what was it supposed to be? <laughs> it's Michael Bay, man. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah, Michael Bay is the worst filmmaker of all time. So now you know why. Now He's you know why. He's so bad. Um, <laughs> I guess, uh, you know, subscribe or follow this on uh, whatever platform this is on. And, uh, and uh, tune in next time for when we uh, complete our cliffhanger story from some other episode. Shoot in the desert. <laughs> yeah, that was it. <laughs> All right, Chaz, I'll see you uh, on the next one here. See you. Later.